This is the last sermon in our series on the questions that Jesus asked. Um, this week it is, um, do you understand what I have done for you? At the end of the foot washing, he, um, he says to, to the disciples and Peter, do you understand what I have done for you? Other translations have, do you know what I've done to you? You know, there's, there's a slight difference between doing for someone and doing to someone. You know, doing for tends to be supportive and helpful, you know, caring. Doing to someone is, it can be that. It can also be, you know, negative. You know, what, what do they do to me? You know, we can often get upset with people because they do something to us. Seems to me that um, this week, particularly on Thursday, we were a country obsessed not with doing for others, but doing to others. Um, you know, as we listened to the hearings, it was really about doing to others. Specifically, this passage is, do you understand what I've done for you, is about the foot washing. When I first read it, I didn't think of the foot washing. I thought of just Jesus in general. Jesus in general asking me, do you understand what I've done for you? You know, could I explain what Jesus has done for me? Could I tell you what Jesus has done? Could you tell me what Jesus has done for you? And it opened kind of this can of worms for me uh, about, well, what do I ever think about what Jesus has done for me? Do I have any expectations of Jesus to do something? It kind of defines my understanding of my relationship with Jesus. You know, what has he done for me. Now my initial temptation to see it in the big picture was to answer with a catechism answer, a book answer, um, kind of a straight jacket answer. Jesus died for you. Jesus forgave you. Jesus gives you eternal life. You know, and to give you that textbook head answer, and you could go home and tell other people, this is what Jesus has done for me. My preacher said, Jesus has died for me. Jesus has, has forgiven me. That was my initial reaction to the question. More I thought about it, and I thought about Jesus' interaction with so many people through the Gospels, that it's hard to give a catechism answer uh, a black and white answer, a head answer. It seemed like each interaction Jesus had with someone, they had a different understanding of what he had done for them. You know, for Peter, what did Jesus do? Well, he gave him meaning and direction. For the 12-year-old girl that Jesus raised from the dead, he gave a future. To Mary Magdalene, he gave a sense of community to Zacchaeus. He gave, uh, you know, redemption. To, to Nicodemus, he, he gave a new start. 
to Joseph of Arimathea, he gave um, truth and courage. Uh, to the man born blind, he gave, he gave sight, both spiritually and physically. For, for Paul, he gave freedom. For the Syrophoenician woman, he gave inclusion. You know, for the man who was demon-possessed, he integrated his life so it wasn't going all in one direction, but he made him whole. Um, each person could say a different answer to how they understood what Jesus had done for them. I think the I am statements in John's Gospel are different people's experience of Jesus. You know, I am the bread, Jesus gives nourishment. I am living water, Jesus refreshes. You know, I am the gate, Jesus lets in and accepts. I discovered this week that people in our congregation have different understandings of Jesus. Some see Jesus as a mentor. Some see him as a challenge. Some see him as a teacher. Uh, others as a seed that is planted in their life that bears fruit. Others um, see him as support and a permission giver to be who they are. Yeah. Uh, there are different understandings of Jesus. One person, but different understandings. And I get the feeling Jesus is kind of like a prism. You know, as we hold up the prism and rotate it, we get different colors. And as we hold up Jesus and kind of rotate him and look at him, you know, one person sees red and one person sees blue and one other person sees yellow. You know, one person sees redeemer, another sees supporter, another sees a challenge. Uh, the Myers-Briggs test, most of us, have taken that personality profile, you know, where I'm an INTJ. Somebody did a spiritual study of the Myers-Briggs test, and there's a, there's a book uh, uh, for personality types uh, and their spirituality, and what the book highlights is that people experience God differently depending on their personality type. So an introvert understands God one way, an extrovert understands God another way. Um, it's, it's what we bring to the relationship in a way that defines our understanding of who Jesus is. And um, the message I take from that is, I don't have a corner on who Jesus is. I have my understanding and you have yours, but I can't say you're wrong. And I can't force you into my straitjacket. Do you understand what I've done for you? Sometimes understanding is not a quick answer. It's not necessarily a sum of sentences. To understand something takes time. It takes study. It can take commitment. It can take trial and error. I mean, we know that with schooling. You know, you don't grasp calculus or physics immediately. You know, you, that's why you have labs. You know, you, you know, that's why you have study. That's how you have recitation sessions to, to learn because it takes time. And, and for Jesus, to understand Jesus, it, it takes discipleship and being with Jesus. 
And sometimes our understanding of something um, changes over the years. I, um, things I thought my parents did to me, I realize 20 years after they're dead that they actually did things for me. And my relationship has changed with them. I understand them differently. It's kind of like Mark Twain's statement, you know. When he was 14, he thought his father was the dumbest person in the world. And when he was 21, he was amazed how much his father had learned in seven years. Yeah. The church is a body of people with different understandings of Jesus. None of us have the same one. And we're richer for that. And we're more colorful for that. Because we do learn from each other. And we learn to accept each other. The third step of AA, you know, talks about God as we understand God. Well, we talk about Jesus as we understand Jesus. And just as in AA, the higher power leads to healing, so in the church, our understanding of Christ leads to healing. Now, I've talked generally about Jesus as we understand him and what he's done for us. But this passage from John is about the foot washing. Jesus washes the feet. Do you understand what I have done for you? I think about that upper room where, where the foot washing took place. No reason to believe that everybody in the room had a different understanding of Jesus, had a, a slightly different relationship with Jesus. They were individuals, and they, they brought their expectations and their needs to Jesus. What I think is going on here is when Jesus washes the feet of the disciples, he's saying, you have your different understandings, but one thing you need to understand is that my followers serve each other. You do kneel at the feet of your friend. You serve each other as I have served you. We seem to be a country obsessed with what we do to each other. And Jesus, in washing their feet, says, do things for each other. And he has that very complicated verse at the end where he talks about those who receive me receive God and those who receive me receive each other.
as we get closer to Jesus in an authentic relationship and understanding of Jesus, we get closer to each other. Whether we understand Jesus as freedom, does that understanding of freedom bring us closer to others? If we understand Jesus as redeemer, does that bring us closer to others? If we understand Jesus as, as joy, does it bring us closer to others? Think of a bicycle wheel. You know, there's the rim, and then there are the spokes, and then there's the hub. Jesus is the hub, and we are the spokes. And you start with a spoke, and the spokes are far apart. But as they get closer to the hub, they get closer to each other. That's what Jesus is talking about when he says, do you understand what I've done for you? As you get closer in relationship with Jesus, we get closer in relationship with each other. Jesus wants us to relate to God as he relates to God. He wants us to relate to each other as he relates to others. Do you understand what I've done for you? bringing you closer to me and closer to each other. May it be so. Amen.